0: This is episode K, Kitten Caboodle. Feeling connected is a basic human need, as vital as air, water, and food. I'm here to talk about bridging the gap between ourselves, our friends and family, life partners, and anyone we come in contact with so we can more fully experience connection. Today's episode will be a little bit different. We're going to be talking about our relationship with our furry friends, specifically cats. I'm not a huge animal lover, but a lot of people in my family are, and my husband loves cats, so we will be getting one in the future. But I can see why people would like them, and it's kind of funny because I've heard the quote that plants are the new pets, pets are the new kids, and kids are the new exotic animals. (laughs) This episode is also sponsored by Sherry Fernandes. Sherry has been a guest before on the podcast and will be again soon. Sherry is the author of the book, Life Mastery, Personal Progression Toward an Infinite Potential, which just came out on audiobook. Give it a listen today. Her book is amazing because she not only tells you why and what to change in your life, but how. A quote from her book states, there are books, programs, and speakers that are excellent at motivation. What is unique about the Life Mastery Program is how it provides the tools needed to turn motivation into results in every area of life. This episode is sponsored by Duck Donuts. I don't know about you, but especially with holidays coming up and family coming into town, there's always the question of, what do we do? My family always wants to know what's good locally, and I don't always know. But one thing I do know in South Jordan, Duck Donuts is a must try. Their donuts are cake style and made fresh right on the spot as you order. They have unique flavors including seasonal options. Make sure you give them a try. I have my sister-in-law Becky joining me on the podcast today who has a cat of her own. Okay, so I was trying to figure out when you got your cat, because I don't think it was when Rowan was born. Oh,
1: yeah. I got my cat, um, I believe, October 2017.
0: Okay, so... Oh, no. I guess it was before Rowan was born then. Okay, so we've been doing these kid and cat comparisons ever since I had kids. I don't have kids and I don't
1: plan on having them anytime soon, but I do treat my cat like a kid,
0: so. (laughs) And it's become this joke that every time I have a kid story, Becky has a cat story. So we compiled a list and of course it's in no way exhaustive because it just keeps happening and keeps going. So we have a few to share and you'll get the idea right away, but it's just kind of funny how how similar they are. My kids definitely don't like having their nails cut. You know, what kid does like to be, you know. Have their
1: fingers held and have a sharp object near it. And you're like, make sure. Well, the same way that you try to trim cat's nails. Actually, what I do is I just sit on my cat. (laughs) I'm like, you know, I wish I wish you could just, you know, take care of your kid the way that I do. I just sit on her. But my cat is a sweetheart because she would much rather wiggle away than actually attack somebody. And so, you know, but she's also very kid-like in the sense where it's like um, she very much lets me know when she wants my attention. Like, yes, just yesterday I was playing a video game and she came up and put her paw on my leg like, hey, pay attention to me, please. I'm here. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. Yeah. And they do love that attention. Even when you're in the bathroom, that's when they want you the
1: most, it seems. Yeah, uh, you definitely don't get personal space with cats, just the same with kids. Um, I have definitely caught a paw sticking underneath the bathroom door. If you've ever seen fingers stick under the bathroom door, Um, every time I open the door, I keep my bathroom door closed because the cats like to be in there. Mm. And so when I open it up, um, the other cat just... Bolts in, ready to go, and just to go sit on the sink I'm like, okay, buddy.
0: That's so funny. Are there litter boxes in there at all, or they just like hanging out in there?
1: Um, they just like hanging out in there. Um, usually if there's you know hair ties or something like that, um, I do try to be careful because hair ties and cats don't always get along. But I do have quite a few things on the ground where it's like. If, you know, a piece of cleaning equipment or, like, a tissue falls on the ground, then you'll regularly see a cat batting
0: it around. Or, like I said, a cat paw underneath the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know when your kids are doing something that they shouldn't be and you call their name? They feel called out and you you can tell that they feel offended or whatever it is when you would do that uh
1: yes yeah there was one time uh do your kids hop in the dryer because my cat did and I immediately looked at her and I was like uh peaches you probably shouldn't be in there um a lot of the dialogue that I have with my cat is very human-like um it's a lot of what do you need What can I get for you? And the way what happens is that when she gets my attention, I'll get up and follow her. And you can see her turn around to make sure that I'm following her. That's awesome. And so it's very, there's still so many things like, you know, uh, when I'm pulling out food, they have to get into it somehow. Uh, We keep running into my cat
0: who's licking the butter, which I feel like is a very kid thing to do. Yeah, that's true. and we've talked about that too that whenever the package crinkles they come running or we've talked about too like tampons or pads they just hear that crinkle noise and it
1: Yeah, if you've ever run into um, a story of a kid taking a pad being, look, I found a sticker! Um, In my case, it's my cat sees the crinkly of the tampon and grabs it and just starts eating it. I have so many tampons around my house that are just full of little cat, like, pricks and holes because she's been
0: clawing and biting it because it's the perfect size for a cat toy. Sounds like you need some kid locks or something oh oh speaking of
1: <laughs> oh my gosh my cat cannot open the bathroom cabinet far enough Ooh. so instead what happens is she opens it a few inches and then it bangs it close <laughs> They are kids. I have to do what I call uh, revoke bathroom privileges. So if she keeps clawing, like trying to open that cabinet and making noise, then I'm like, okay, you're not allowed in the bathroom anymore. You did it too many times. Got to revoke your bathroom privileges. Or she's playing on the windowsill, if she, even last night she was playing with the blinds, I was like, "Mm mm-mm, second you play with those blinds, you're gone. (laughs) That's
0: so funny. And we've talked about, too, how they, like, the faucet, Brant will just sit in the bathtub, and when the faucet's turned off, he's lost interest.
1: Yeah, yeah, usually once I turn it off, he immediately leaves the room. that's so funny. I totally thought your cat was a girl. That's so funny. Uh, My cat is a girl. Oh, okay. My roommate's cat is a boy. Got it. But they do play like siblings, too. It is the funniest thing. (laughs) Because essentially what happens is that my cat, my peaches, picks a fight. And so what she does is she goes and, like, sniffs... The other cat's butt and then the other cat gets mad it's like the i'm not touching you he immediately pounces on her and they'll just sit there and fight and wrestle and the sign that i need to step in is a little help <laughs> pretty much and i'm like that's such a sibling behavior like as the youngest kid i'd always pick a fight with my brothers and then when it got too much i'd cry for help <laughs> And then you say that she knows when it's bedtime? Yeah, she has a very specific routine. If I'm at my desk for too long, then she'll start clawing my leg. And the second that I get into the bed, she'll immediately hop on and be like, okay, it's bedtime now. Like, she will not leave me alone until I've gotten to bed when she wants me to be in bed.
0: That's so crazy. They know the routine, I guess, or the... Mm -hmm. Maybe a good internal clock. (laughs) I've
1: heard a lot of stories about people um, needing to take pills and they'll actually give their cat a treat the same time that they take a pill so that the cat will then bug them for a treat at the same time every day as a reminder to take their pills. That's
0: so fascinating. Yeah, and then a lady at my work, she said she feels like she'll never retire anyway. And it's good because her dogs get her up at the same time every day. So Mm -hmm. So she's like, what's the point? I can't sleep in anyway.
1: Yeah, the only thing that I wish is that one of my cats is really good about kind of playing with himself. He'll literally throw toy mice into the air. My other cat, you swing around a wand toy and she just flops on the ground. And it's like, okay,
0: (laughs) you need to put in some effort to play here. (laughs) Oh, that's funny and then we've been talking about toys too and Typically, all they want to do is just play with the wrapping the package.
1: Yeah, more than, oh, man, more than once. I'm like, okay, here's a fancy new toy, and then they sit in the box. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Actually, actually, though, my cat is not as much of a box cat. Instead, she's a grocery bag cat. She (laughs) absolutely loves sitting on paper, (laughs) in particular. Like, I got paper bags from the grocery store and left them on the table, and that's
0: where she was. Oh, that was so funny. And then, of course, I love it. For every baby picture, there's a cat picture.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you ever want an upset baby, I've got an upset cat. Oh, you got a baby in a weird position? I've got a cat in a weird
0: position. <laughs> so funny. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I did want to ask you, what do you feel like is your relationship with your cat? So we were talking about how cats and kids are like siblings. Would you say you feel like her her mother?
1: I definitely feel like a mother figure because it's definitely taking care of her, making sure she's okay. You know, obviously I have to do the unpleasant things where even, you know, my roommate's cat gets a lot of eye boogers. And so it's really interesting because I dig him out and he lets me do it. Um, I will say that my roommate's cat is more of like a brother-sister relationship in the sense that, um, he's what I call consent the cat. Mm -hmm. He'll just randomly, like, he'll come and sit on you, and he'll want pets, and then suddenly he decides, you know what, I'm done being pet, and then he'll try to bite you. (laughs) He's so good about not using his teeth when he bites, though, because he's, like, you know, most cat owners are covered in cat scratches, and I'm not, because Mm -hmm. our, like, My roommate's cat in particular, I have never met a cat so good with his claws. Mm. He's so careful about, you know, when he wants to play. He likes to jump scare me because he's a jerk. (laughs) He will literally wait inside a bathroom door and then just like poke his head out and wait for me to walk by so that he can jump on the wall next to me. (laughs) And I scream every time and my roommate is like... You know, he's only doing it to make you <laughs> scream. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so it, it's very interesting because it's like my cat is my cat. When I go to bed, she sleeps on my bed nine times out of ten. She's in my room. Um, even when I'm working, she's under my desk sleeping. And my roommate's cat is my roommate's cat. When, he, when she gets home and he hears her get home, he starts howling. And he's like, you're home. I'm so happy to see you. And he doesn't do that to me. Hmm. And so it's very interesting to see that relationship where it's like, my cat is my cat and she knows that I take care of her. She knows that I don't ever try to hurt her, even though I sit on her when I try to trim her claws. (laughs) And my roommate's cat knows that my roommate is her, like his person.
0: Wow. Yeah. So fascinating. Also, just like kids come with different personalities. I know cats come with different personalities too. So you just get to know them or you just get along with different cats differently, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A few years ago, I was feeling anxious and overwhelmed. Therapy helped me get through that time by allowing me to share my problems with someone who could view them objectively and help me change my perspective. If you're going through a season of depression, stress, anxiety, or overwhelm, this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, is a great resource. BetterHelp is online therapy you can access from the comfort and convenience of your own home. All you do is fill out a questionnaire and you'll be matched with a therapist in as little as 48 hours. Your specific needs will be addressed and if it's not a good fit, you can request a new therapist at any time. Get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelpcom is for adversity that's better h A as for adversity The furnace just kicked on hopefully that's not too distracting. I have one last story before this episode ends, and it involves cat food, so I figured it was related to this episode topic. One of my first jobs as a 16-year-old was being a bagger at a small grocery store, and one of our duties was to face the store, which just means bring the product to the front, make it look pretty, make sure there's no holes or gaps, and just make it look overall presentable to the customer, the consumer. One day, I decided to face the cat food, and it was very satisfying to my OCD. There were about five or six cans of each kind in a stack and several different varieties. And once I faced it all, brought it to the front, and turned the labels all facing outward, it looked really good. And the general merchandise manager noticed and complimented me on on the job that I'd done. And as we know, behavior that gets noticed gets repeated. And so I did it again. I can't remember if it was the next day or the next week. And I did it a few more times and he approached me and he said, you know, you're doing a fantastic job placing the cat food, but let's give some of the other aisles some love. And I was reflecting on that recently. And it's a good reminder in other aspects of our life or our relationship, it's easy to focus on one area or the easiest area to improve, but it's important to remember those other aspects or the challenging aspects that we should work on or could improve on. So that's some cat food for thought today. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I know it was a little bit different, but hopefully it was still interesting and I'm grateful that Becky, my sister-in-law, could join us. Have a great week and I'll talk to you again soon.